InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. How long do you keep your cell phone before it's time for the latest and greatest? And what exactly are we supposed to do with all those old gadgets? Patty Osterberg is the Education and Outreach Director of Sustainable Electronics Recycling International, an organization that sets standards for responsible electronics recycling. Patty, how long do most people tend to keep the average electronic device? Let's say a cell phone. I'd imagine that's the one that most probably comes to mind for most people. Well, that certainly is one of the most common gadgets, and the shelf life of those has become shorter and shorter as people tend to upgrade every 24 months or even more in some places. But the good thing is that those phones still have valuable life after their first user is finished. So if those phones are recycled in a timely way, there's still a second life and in some cases even a third life for those devices. What would that second or third life be? Would it be intact as a phone, or would all the components end up going elsewhere to have a second life? The most environmentally beneficial form of recycling is reuse. And so whenever possible, reusing as the full intact device is the first option. And that's the first option stressed under the R2 standard. So we might be spoiled and we have a perfectly good iPhone 5, but the iPhone 6 comes out and we want to upgrade. But there are still many people that would be glad to use the iPhone 5 and many people in parts of the world that, quite frankly, would be glad to use an iPhone 3. So there is a thriving market, and that is really having access to affordable electronics that have been properly repaired and refurbished has really bridged the digital divide in many areas of the world. So if someone wanted to be sure their old electronics device was reused in a sustainable way, what's the best way to do that? Is it best to donate it, sell it on eBay, take it to a recycling center? What do you think is the most responsible course of action? Well, it's really important to recycle with somebody that you know is going to responsibly manage those devices. So for phones, many people just bring them back to the place where they're purchasing a new phone because they trade in. And so that's what typically happens with new phones. For other devices, though, you know, it's really important to not just drop off at a drop-off center where anyone has access because really in today's age so much private data is stored on phones or it can be accessed through phones and other devices like tablets and laptops you have online banking and you have email statements and all of those things are rich opportunities for identity thieves so it's really important to bring your devices to somebody that's going to safely manage them. That's why a certified recycler or refurbisher is so important because they have really rigid requirements to conform to regarding data security. Secondly, all recyclers are not created equal. There are materials in electronic devices that really can cause great harm to both people and the environment if they're not managed properly. I'm sure many people have seen very disturbing images of you know, children playing on or near stockpiles of electronics equipment in some regions of the world, and it's really caused just devastating pollution and health problems for many, many people. So when you recycle, sometimes they end up in places where you don't anticipate them to. And so a certified recycler, though, follows the rules and the best practices that have been established, and they prove it by undergoing annual 
audits or inspections of their facility. And that makes sure that those materials are going to be managed in a way, one, that maximizes the reuse potential, two, that maximizes the recovery potential. Because if you're using the best practices and high-tech standards, you're going to be able to recover about 95% of the precious and rare metals that are found in electronics. What some unscrupulous recyclers will do is they will recover the most valuable things and then the things that cost money to recycle, they'll ship and they end up where they shouldn't be. I've also been curious about how that process works. Do these recycling companies employ people to disassemble each device component by component to remove all the precious metals or reusable parts? Or is it some kind of automated process? Lots of them, they start out with some manual disassembly because that really protects those reusable components and parts. And it's really interesting some of the things that can be reused. So, for instance, a broken cell phone, if it doesn't really have a viable reuse potential as a cell phone, it still has reuse potential for the parts and components. So, for instance, the CPU unit or the central processing unit in a smartphone can be reused in electronic readers or remote controllers. So for a completely different product, the GPU unit can be used in digital picture frames. So for some of those things, manually disassembling them is required. For other things, there are automated processes that can remove the wire from cable so that you have just a pure stream of metal that can then be further processed. So really, a lot of different methods are employed. It depends on the volume and the quantity and what each recycler specializes in. One of the things I found really interesting is that the deposits of rare and precious metals found in recycled electronics are 40 to 50 times richer than the deposits of precious metals in newly mined ore. So when you think of the environmental footprint of mining, as opposed to being able to recover those materials in electronics, it's much better, much more environmentally friendly to recycle, and it provides a much richer source. We've primarily talked about phones, but there's a multitude of electronics that can be recycled, right? Correct. When we talk about electronics recycling, you could say that a washer and a dryer are electronic items, but the R2 standard really covers electronics that contain information or that are communication devices. So things like a laptop, computers, monitors, and the peripherals, so printers, cables, and things associated with that. Can you talk for a moment about the environmental impact of just tossing an old cell phone into the trash? There's really two things there. One is it's opportunity lost because, as I said, those materials contain a rich source of rare earth metals and precious metals, and those are required to manufacture new electronics. Last year, more than 300 million computers and 2 billion smartphones were manufactured. But the rare and precious metals that are necessary to manufacture those devices are in limited supply. So it's really important that we recover those materials if we want to continue to upgrade and update our electronic devices. So to just throw a phone in the garbage or to throw a phone in the drawer, we're really losing that opportunity to recover those materials. Secondly, those electronic devices contain materials that, if they're not managed properly, they really can do significant harm to the economy. They can 
harm the workers that come in contact with them. Patty Osterberg from Sustainable Electronics Recycling International, an organization that sets standards for responsible electronics recycling. Patty, how can someone track down a responsible electronics recycler? We have that on our website. So if they go to sustainableelectronics.org and then click on the Find a Recycler menu tab at the top. Thanks again for joining us on InfoTrack. Thank you very much. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. A production of Syndication Networks of Chicago.